Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into the Buster Show. Today, we have a panel. And on today's panel, we have Ash, who runs social, digital, and a million other things for The Score. Quinn, who founded Best Celebrations. And Mo, who runs at RTNBA across social. My friends, how are you guys doing? Life is good. Yeah, life is good. Life is good, no complaints. I want to start this off. Obviously, we're recording this, uh, you know, just for, for timing purposes. We're recording this in October of 2020 to give people context on whether they're listening to this uh, after the pandemic. They, somebody could be listening. Somebody's listening to this five years from now. And we were just talking about before we came on whether things would ever be the same. Somebody who's listening to this right now knows all of those answers. What questions would you guys ask that person who's listening right now? <laughs> Man. Good question. Yeah, that's a good question. Well, first of all, it's like, this is a very special group of people. I mean, I think I've like, I think I've grown up with you, Ash, like pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> like, pretty much like, like 13 um, or something like that, but what questions I would ask is just like first of all is like how much things have changed if they're watching it five years later from now how much like things have changed in the social world like I'm curious like because it's always like a new like we don't know what's going on every day I mean we're just constantly adapting so yeah I'm curious if like they were in social five years before like how much has changed you know and like what we're talking about now today whatever it is if it's still relevant so um yeah I guess I would say I, I think for me, like I would ask them how much time did they spend on social five years ago? So like now compared to how much time they're spending five years from now, because I feel like with regards to like the digital world and like gaming and being on social media and just being online in general, for me, like I'm a little older than you guys. So like I was, I was at a point where the internet wasn't really a big deal when I was, oh shoot, sorry. Sorry, I don't know. Popular man. <laughs> it's legit my, my boss uh, calling. Um, hold on one sec. I'm, I'm gonna finish my thought though. <laughs> Mo, Mo, you wanna take the, Mo, take the reins for a sec. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I wonder uh, how much more people are going to be on their phones and kind of like backing off what they just said. Like the next five years is social media going to be used a lot more. Are we going to see a lot more platforms? Um, like the pandemic has affected, I feel like all of us as far as growth and engagement and whatnot, um, because a lot of people have been spending a lot more times on their technologies because they're not able to go out and do as much as they can. I feel like the, the next year or two is going to be very, very uh, telling. Yeah, I think. To add to that, just basically like what I was thinking or what I was saying is like, how much, how much have things changed in terms of how much time people spend online? You know, like for me personally, what I was saying is like when I was younger, we didn't really spend any time online because we didn't have access to the resources to spend time online, you know? Like internet for me was straight up dial up, like downloading a picture, no word of a lie, downloading a picture took like 10 minutes. 
And it was like, it was like, fuck this. Like, I don't want to do this for the next time. <laughs> and all, like, and all of your gigabytes. All yeah, <laughs> and all of it. Or the moment my mom picked up the phone, like internet was a wrap, literally. Yeah. Like, that, was, that was the life I was living. Like, so you're over then, the Verizon plan, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know. And then, and then to see my life transform to being online so much. And obviously we do it for our jobs and we do it because of the things that we're passionate about. And I think sports is now online. Um, in so many ways and you see it in the numbers that like in terms of ratings but I want to know from this person like how much more time are they spending online five years from now because I feel like we're spending a lot of time I want to know how much like I feel like it's going to be even more for them right it's going to be really interesting well for those people who are listening that that far out let us know um I, I want to, did you guys all see the social dilemma? I think this would be an interesting topic to, to start yeah. this off on. Because obviously we are all the first people uh, who have spent years building businesses, building businesses on social media and running pages for years on social media. Um, nobody could have possibly done it for longer than us. Nobody could have done it before us because we've been doing it since the platform started. Yeah. And, you know, for as long as they've been big in recent years. You guys, uh, do you guys see uh, any, any, any problems with social or do you think a lot of it is blown out of proportion? I'll, I'll preface this with, with my perspective in terms mm-hmm. of data and and some of like that that stuff i'm fine with them having my data i don't have any you want my fifty thousand photos of lebron james take them make my experience better on social media yeah i i don't have anything crazy in my texts it's like texts with you you guys yeah (laughs) it's like i but granted Obviously, there are, you know, scares in, in terms of the uh, mental and psychological effects that social media brings and how it forces us to, like, compare each other in, like, a really barbaric fashion, which I hate. Um, and it often sucks a lot of time. It often sucks a lot of energy, can make you feel bad. Um, so I, I want to open the floor to you guys. What are your thoughts on both that that the stuff that the documentary highlighted as well as what you think could be better about social and what's bad yeah yeah i can start off yeah Uh, yeah so personally i think it's a double-edged sword um i think over like based on the first question and like the first um topic it being like, where are we going to be five years from now? And personally, me, I see myself going away from my phone more. But a work week, a good work week still has like 14 hours of screen time average a day, you know? But I wouldn't be able to do that if like for you, Buster, I know you like run a lot, you know? And like we like have our little things. Like if I didn't go mountain bike, if I didn't work out, if I didn't do yoga, like I just think personally, like we don't separate from our, ourselves from those things and like social media and like the constant like being stuck into this algorithm of like whether they push you into like LeBron James photos all the time you know if they keep pushing that out like people who can't escape from that and are in their home and just like are constantly getting that and can't like physically put the phone down or be like like have anxiety from not being 
near their phone for two hours, you know, I think that's where it gets dangerous. Um, and luckily, like doing this for so long, I found like, okay, if I don't take care of myself first, like social media will kind of eat me apart. And it has, you know, I mean, I've definitely fallen into like the, the trap of like, you know, 14 hours a day, nonstop checking for notifications. Like that's how I grew, you know, it's like, it's how I grew like a million followers in one summer, you know, it's like doing shout out for shout out all day. Um, but I think as we grow as like people and we understand that that's like not our, not what we're meant to be. We're not meant to be like famous or, you know, compare ourselves to these people. It's just like, I feel like as you find your purpose more, you need your phone less and less. And uh, yeah, I guess it's just like a little touch of what I, I have so much to say about that. I mean, it goes on forever. Personally. Um, yeah. Asher Mo. Excited what you guys have to say that. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think one thing that you said that's important is growth and, I think my biggest fear with growth is the younger generation um, essentially tying their life to social as opposed to making realizing that their life is separate from social. Um, and uh, growth is something that happens naturally and organically in our lives. It's something that every young person goes through and everybody that's dealing like going into the 30s, 40s, 50s, you're still growing. It's a matter of what you're connecting to your growth. And I think if people can separate social from their growth as a person, then that's important. My fear is that social has become so ingrained. Um, and then on the flip side, or, or another point that, that kind of scares me is how much social can polarize um, stances and, and positions that people have on certain topics because you're being fed this, the things that you think you care about based off of what you liked or what you've seen yeah. um, and you see it right now especially with politics in the United States like people are the moment they like something or they engage with it the social so powerful that's just feeding you the same stuff over and over again where that's where you start to actually believe things that aren't necessarily true or that have holes in them, but you become a part of that message all of a sudden. And that's challenging because then you, you, you fail to actually search for the other side or the other perspective. And I wish social did that more where it's like, it shows you both sides of the story and, and then helps you figure out a decision but on the it's actually doing the opposite it just shows you that one side that you cared about for that minute and then it just keeps pumping it at you and that's that's i think challenging for people because you even growing up like you ask our parents they watch the news and that's what the news was doing but now that engine just becomes so much more powerful with social that it it's so much faster like that information and it could be misinformation is given to you at such a higher rate um, that, you know, people aren't going to go do their own research to learn. And, and you think that with social and the internet, like we have access to so many resources. If you used it in a way where you did go and do research, then you learn a lot about, um, you know, what your position is, but it's scary to think that like you get to, you get pushed into a rabbit hole that might not necessarily be good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, for me, growth is like the most important thing. And it's funny because like people always like, 
in their head. They're always like, oh, like, how are your accounts doing? Now it's like, how are you personally doing? Like, growth, personal growth. Like, the first day I met you, Buster, I feel like we've both grown a, a, a ton. Quinn, same. Ash, same. Yeah. So, focusing on growth, both, like, you know, being hand-to-hand. And, like, when Quinn was saying, like, yo, if I'm on my phone 16 hours a day, how am I going to have personal time for myself and to worry about myself and focus on myself? Um, and then, like, I feel like the advantage that we have is, like, if we get something negative on in our DMs, we really don't think about it. Like, I feel like we're, we've been doing this for so long. We're kind of like a wall. We're like, okay, like on to the next. Whereas like that 17 year old that is on Instagram, if he gets one message, he's going to be thinking about that for two or three weeks. Um, so I feel like us being like raised in this digital age, but like doing this for so long and uh, uh, being pretty good at it. I feel like we got that stone wall and like, fake news is huge nowadays and I feel like we're able to dissect like what's fake and what's real kind of better than like a just a normal person yeah definitely no it's super interesting and I, I want to add one thing to what Ash had said in terms of um you know whatever is around you whatever you like is constantly fed to you I really honestly believe that if we were all put around like if our entire friend group was people who thought that the earth was flat and every content, every piece of content that we watched for years was the earth is flat. You will think the earth is flat. It doesn't matter how strong you are, how many PhDs or how many, you know, Mm -hmm. speeches you've given on why the earth isn't. Um, And that's a wormhole that you see people fall into at the, you know, demise of the uh, you know the the hand of the internet um and it's really and, crazy and how fast it can be i mean you can be yeah. searching for a new guitar just like a very non-extreme example but you can search mm-hmm. for a new guitar and next thing you know you have guitar ads you have like guitar tiktoks it's like it's fast you know and like people like for for me it's like i take it kind of personally having like a 13 year old sister or um and she's like into politics already you know, so one thing comes about politics and she watches it for 60 seconds, you know, she's sucked into that then for a while, you know, and then it keeps popping up and she engages more. And then next thing you know, she's having like political debates with my family. I'm like, whoa, like, it's almost like taking away like being a kid from people, which is unfortunate. Um, and, you know, luckily, like, I feel like when I started, I wasn't, I feel like the algorithm wasn't developed enough where it was damaging like me you know like it was chronological order everything was simple i mean it was just like just kids being kids and editing videos to where like now it's like it can really like like grab a hold of people like like what you were saying um mo it's like for the 17 year old or anyone younger than that it's just like i just i think it can really just now now it's like we're starting to see mental um how it's playing mentally and yeah. like we, I feel like for me personally, I just got out of there, you know, to where I was like, I'm aware of like, oh, I'm getting fed these ads, you know, after I searched or talked about a guitar. Like that's what, like I'm aware of it and I can notice it, but for those who can't notice that they're just constantly being fed this, this marketing tool, it's like, you know, that's just where I see it though. Yeah. And this super interesting thing when, when all of us are on our phones and you don't even notice it when it's happening, but. When you're looking at something on your phone, everything else around you just disappears. Yeah, gone. It's literally like you're you're in virtual reality. 
because until you put the phone down or you somebody says something to you to catch your attention or like you're you're not there you're not wherever you are and that is so ever fascinating to me um because people say like virtual reality i'm like it's already here bro you're not you're not you're not anywhere else like even on this you don't know you're in it you don't know yeah don't know yeah i was gonna say like given our understanding and how um how in it we are and like you know our careers are based off of it for so many years we obviously like the level of understanding that we have is very different than the average person and i think it would kind of be a disservice if we didn't try and take what we've learned and like pass it on even if it's like one individual but like try and like help people on get a gauge of that level of understanding to see what we see and like what we go through I'll use an example, like my background, I'm, I'm Iranian, like my family's Persian. And this year was, this year from literally from January 2nd has been an, an insane year. Um, you know, you have, you have Kobe's passing late January and then everything kind of went off after that. But from, from my perspective and for our family, like January 2nd was it when the war with Iran started and the amount of information like every time i would go on our page to do sports stuff the amount of information that i was getting around news and around everything that was going on with that war and then when the plane got shot down that was it was just like it becomes a burden on people when you're constantly seeing information about something that bothers you and like has as like meaning to you um, but you can't escape it because that's what you do. You go on your phone and when you want to try and get away from it, you, you literally, you just have to put your phone aside and not turn on the TV or your computer to get away from it. And we all know that's almost impossible, not only for us, for the average person. So it's about like, you know, to most point, like we have a, we have an upper hand in understanding how to sift through that. But even us, it's still difficult for us. So how do we dissect like these experiences that we have and the way that we've dealt with them mentally and emotionally and pass it on to the, to the next generation or to people in general, because they're dealing with the same things that we're dealing with and probably not as good because we've, we learn how to deal with negativity, with haters, with a lot of garbage that's online and people don't know, don't have that um, experience. So I think it'll be kind of a disservice if we didn't take what we've learned and what we know and how we've dealt with it emotionally and mentally to pass it on. Because um, I feel like a lot of people are suffering when they constantly look at their phone and there's a lot of negativity going on. A hundred percent. So I, I think a great question to kind of um, open the floor for that would be how do you guys, and I, I do have fun questions lined up as well. Uh, how do you guys, um, deal or how do you mo you had mentioned that barrier that we all have you know when somebody says yo this is the dumbest thing ever you should do this to yourself you should do that to yourself i'm gonna block you i hate you. you're the worst person you know these are messages we get every day it's not you know it's, it's nothing crazy um but you know kids and majority of people who are listening 
don't run brands, it's themselves. They're getting personally attacked by people who know them um, or a bully in school or whatever, um, you know, things like that. How do, how do we um, give a, a great way for people to um, not care what other people think when it comes to the internet? Um, and then as well, how do we encourage people? How do we get people to get off their phones and out into the real world? I think if we can help people, just, even if it's them getting five to 10% better at each of those two things uh, I just listed, it would be the world of a difference. I'll open my top two. Number one is assume everybody on social media is having a really bad day. We all have really bad days and we all have great days, but uh, just assume that everybody's having a really bad day and then you just become incredibly empathetic towards everybody else online and people do things that they probably shouldn't do when they're having a bad day. And then second would be, to, you know, just to get outside and work out. Um, you'd be really surprised with good cardio and, and, and healthy eating and things like that would do just to your overall, both nonchalantness and uh, if that's a word, if not, <laughs> um, or, uh, you know, being able to get off your phone and get out and you won't even be thinking about anything else. So I want to open it up to you guys. What have, what have been the ways that you found to not care about what people think and to get off and get out? There was a, this popular meme, I'm sure you guys have seen it multiple times. Uh, it was like a meme of a, of a tweet. It was like, uh, someone got bullied on Twitter and someone was like, how you getting bullied when you can just unplug your computer or something like that, you know? And it's like, like just just turn it off. And people are like, yeah, it's not that easy. It's not that easy. But um, it, it, I feel like at the, at the beginning, because this was like I, this has been a meme that's going on, going around for like probably like five six years now. Um, I feel like at first everyone just laughed at it or just thought it was harsh. And they're like, like, what do you mean just turn it off, you know? But now, taking time away from the t technology, I feel like people are starting to understand. Like like you said, like you you go work out or whatever. Not only does it help you like personally and stuff, but create creativity wise, you probably come back with new ideas, new memes and stuff. Um, so it's kind of like figure out that something where whether it's a workout, whether like a Quinn likes to like go in the woods and stuff. Like I, I can't do that unless I'm like looking for a dog, which is, or like, you know, unless I have to, you know, um, or like uh, playing, playing some basketball, you know, do some trick shots like you do, you know, for the TikTok and whatnot. Uh, so just just get away from me, you know, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I feel naked without my phone. I'm not gonna lie, I really do feel naked. Like my hands will be in my pockets and stuff, but right. it's okay, everyone else is feeling like that too. Quinn, you wanna add on to your, I feel like you, yeah. uh, honestly, well, out of out of this group, I feel like you do the best job at disconnecting. Oh, for sure. And I mean, out. yes. I mean, yeah, I think, well, first, the first thing I want to address is for people who are like for younger generations, right? They're constantly being told that the social media is the only way. Right. And it's like, they're constantly being told like, Oh, and it's, it's true for most cases. Um, especially when they're like living in a minimum wage job, you know, and they have it's like minimum wage, like sucks, right? Like some people are making like $7 an hour. And it's like, it's hard and like being told like, oh, this is how you're gonna make money. This is how you're gonna make money. Your business has to be online. You gotta be an entrepreneur. You gotta be this, gotta be that. And I think people are constantly being fed that. And so they're like, oh, I gotta like do something about it. And like, I gotta be on social media. But 
for me personally, like if I had like no followers, this is like situation, like if I just like kind of disappeared tomorrow with all my accounts, um, if I had like 300 followers and nothing to like actually do on social media, like besides work, I probably wouldn't be on it. You know, I'd probably just like delete Instagram and like not even think about it. So being aware that like, even if it does like go away tomorrow, you don't need it. So I, I started to distance myself and I start with small steps. Um, I just told Buster, like even changing my Instagram app icon black, like all black has made me go on it less. Like I just feel less entitled to like click the colorful icon all the time. And same with like, I make like color organized folders of all my stuff. And then I like, I'll hide Twitter in the blue color organized folder. So I have to like go find it and search for it, you know? I just, just like making it harder on myself to not be able to click because like you can just like unconsciously click these things without even knowing it and next thing you know you're on Instagram scrolling for an hour right oh. and um, yeah and so like like Mo was saying I get in the woods a lot so yeah it, it might sound crazy to people and I like <laughs> like it's just like but these are things that like I've gone out and I've like practiced and stuff like that but like earthing honestly like put your phone away and like put your feet on the ground like on the soil like take your socks off don't be afraid to do that like barefoot does work it's crazy how like the earth will heal you if you just put your feet on it and like let it do what it's supposed to do and uh honestly just going back to our roots of like why we're here it's like might sound super hippie but um yeah i think i think for the most part i seem like a happy dude so it's working right (laughs) and uh, and last thing to that yeah i i don't know there's just a i don't know do you guys have any more tools right now that you can think of or what do you have to say to that i I think um i'm totally with you on like getting outside i think getting outside in general is important no matter what you're doing like just go take a breath of fresh air um whether it's like shooting hoops going for a run going for a walk um a time where you don't have to like constantly look at your phone granted you'll probably look at your phone a couple times but like to know that you're outside for like a purpose that has nothing to do with being online is is super important and it's just good for you like in general like Mm -hmm. uh, like you know getting out in the in the woods Quinn like this year this summer it's kind of been a blessing with COVID because I haven't had to travel so much for work so it's enabled me to go to the cottage country like four times I went camping once like I was just out there and these are things that I love to do um, but I just didn't get a chance to do because of work and now I had the ability because the world like shut down for six months so (laughs) me to shut down for six months and just go chill and like be out on the water Um, I think being outside is like super important to me whether I'm like whether I'm biking or shooting hoops or doing anything or even just going for a walk and just getting like some fresh air. Um, and I think another way to disconnect and people talk about this all the time and I really, really suck at it and I wanna get better is like not looking at your phone when you wake up, mm-hmm. um, taking a, like letting you, letting yourself come alive for an hour as yourself and not with any like digital implications mm-hmm. or things that can affect you in that hour yeah, Buster, go ahead. Oh, what a really fun way that I've found to be able to do that. Let your phone die at night. 
Yeah. Wake up and it's dead. You have no inclination to get out of bed and plug it in. None. And it ends up being like 30 minutes, 45 minutes before yeah. you actually get yourself to plug it in. Yeah. Or, or what I do is I, instead of getting on my phone right away, I just, I've replaced like, I've replaced like bad habits with good habits. So yeah. my first thing I wanted to do in the morning was to go scroll Instagram for 30 minutes and see what I missed. But now I just go to Apple books and I read for 30 minutes. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like if, if you're so driven, like I'm driven to my phone, you know, like I'm driven to my phone. So if I can make it easier to read and like actually learn and feel like I grew, like, Oh, like I did something good this morning. So I'll read yeah. 30 minutes on my phone and I'm scrolling through pages. And to add to that, don't have your notifications and sounds on because you'll start to become like a machine to any like notification thing that pops up because you're reading and then someone's like, oh, they tagged you in this, you know, you're like, oh, I gotta go check Instagram and then you're in Instagram and then it's just like back in the lot, you know, <laughs> but yeah, then you're just like, then you just totally, you know, yeah. Well, Quinn was saying, uh, I saw a TikTok, a, a pop in TikTok the other day, like a viral one. And it said like, life hack number one. And it was like, put your phone on do not disturb mode. You'll your life will change. And like, yeah. it had like, so many likes and comments and i'm like i've been doing this for like at least five yeah. years now Yo, how, what, what, like are you guys the same way because i thought that was yeah. just normal like yeah my phone's I, used get, I used to get a lot of my friends mad at me because on do not disturb it goes straight to your voicemail yeah. and be like this guy like what are you in the subway all the time like, <laughs> like no like it's just how my phone I, I i did it once and i just couldn't never not do it again like it's always on do not disturb the, the best question is when people are like, so do you like, you like, they find out you run all these Instagrams, like, so do you like have notifications on? <laughs> that is the worst question of all time. Like, yeah. yeah, of course. Like, yeah, my phone's just at 99 nonstop. Yeah, blowing up. Yeah, 99 and my, and the battery is really good. Like, <laughs> it just lasts really long with all those. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Um, I, for anyone listening, I really encourage you as like much as it might scare you just get outside just like put your phone down even like doing like you can see my surfboards in the back like hey. i can't be on my phone while i'm surfing for yeah. like three hours you know like putting that in perspective of my life for like if i end the day with that like it's really powerful you know and i think if you can find something like that that you can like hold on to whether it's running and you have music playing you know, or a podcast or mountain biking. Like I, when I mountain bike, I listen to mountain biking podcasts the whole time. I'm like learning about mountain biking while I'm mountain biking, <laughs> you know? So I've like found these ways to like, kind of like maximize my time for myself and yeah. not be distracted. Um, but I think, yeah, the phone conversation can go on for- <laughs> Yeah, and no, I, I just wanted to quickly add with music. Um, I Sometimes I found uh, like lull periods where I don't listen to music and then I listen to music and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why was there like a, a day or two that I didn't listen to music? And I get genuinely upset with myself <laughs> because I do think music has a lot of healing power and a lot of, it helps you like regenerate and rejuvenate in general. Um, so like listen to music as much as you can, whether you're out on those walks or whether you're just chilling at home, like just turn on some music and do your thing. And if dancing is a release and dance, like do do whatever helps you like, kind of regenerate and then the other thing is like what the one thing that i always always stand by and i see a lot of young people like giving it up is sleep is like don't lose sleep 
for anything. Like you're going to have your pockets of time, like whether you're in school and you have those exams coming up or midterms or whatever, um, or you have a huge project with work that you, you know, you might sleep for four hours for like a couple nights, but in general, your goal should be to get eight to nine hours of sleep because that is a game changer for like mental health and, and, and being able to like give your all in whatever you're doing, just sleep. I mean, I think our, our, our circadian rhythm is like nine to 10 is when our body wants to go to sleep. I think, yeah. I think like, don't quote me on that exactly. But from what I've heard from others, like go to sleep at like 10, you know, and see how you feel in the morning. I mean, I'll honestly, if I go to sleep at midnight, I'm going to sleep till eight just because like, I know my body wants that. So yeah. I sleep till eight, you know? And uh, yeah, I mean, take like the wake up at 5 a.m., grind from 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. like really lightly with a grain of salt like some nights you'll have to do that like if I'm yeah. in the mountains for example for like my alpinism stuff like I'm probably gonna go to sleep at midnight and wake up at 3 a.m. for like an alpine start to start the day just because like we're on the move all the time yeah. we have to do that to keep going you know? very unique yeah you gotta be starting <laughs> but like while I'm at home and I'm like or like I was just telling you guys I was like testing out my car for the winter like I slept to like 9 a.m. in my car even though i have a bed um yeah. my, my car's actually come here but i slept till like 9 a.m this morning so yeah ash sleep sleep <laughs> and like you know let's let's talk about it in terms of you know you said 5 a.m like kobe was known for waking up at five and getting his grind on right Le- lebron's known for that too one thing they did not pass up on though was sleep while they were doing that lebron takes like 18 naps a day as you should but because he needs his body to be at peak. And the only way you're going to make sure it's at peak is two things. One is diet and two is sleep. Yeah. So like you can work out all you want and you can put your body through these like rigorous things. But if you're not sleeping, it's not going to heal. And one thing that's rigorous is like being on like working all the time on your phone, looking at the same shit all day. Like you need sleep, you need rest. And there's a reason why LeBron naps like five times a day yeah. because it's important. Yeah, I'm guilty of that no no sleep thing. I mean, uh, I did it for like, I mean, I pretty much did it for two years when I had my nine to five because it was like 12. Like I sleep around midnight because uh, you got to watch West Coast games, you know. That's when yeah. the Warriors are popping, popping. <laughs> and then I had work. I got to be at work by 830 and it's an hour away. So I wake up at 530, work out and drive to work and just repeat, repeat, repeat. And um, for some reason, I was good for those two years. I really didn't have any breakdowns or anything, but this year during the playoffs, I was back at it, but not with the 95 job, just like just doing the social media thing like the whole time. And I got to a point where one night my body just broke down. I'm, I couldn't think or anything. I, mean, I was telling you guys about that in the group chat. It was the scariest thing ever. I was like throwing up nonstop and I just came to myself. I'm like, chill out for two days. Like, yeah. don't even look at your phone. Like, I, I, I believe I overworked myself. So like, yeah, like don't think that that oh my god don't sleep thing like no like it's cool to say but like it's yeah. you're it's a joke like <clears throat> don't even bother with that focus on yourself because if you're good yourself like the energy and the work that you put out is gonna be phenomenal type thing yeah, yeah. i think i think it's oftentimes um i think generally speaking i mean you reference like lebron and kobe two of the greatest basketball players of all time if you can think about any good habit push it to the extreme and you're gonna get to, you're gonna get extreme results like they did yeah. um you know and, and i think most people just don't um don't care enough 
um, then don't don't do that. Mm. Um, but if you do, good things will happen. So I think that is the five to ten thousand percent increase that if if this topic helped you with that's uh, a success on our end. Um, Quinn, I wanted to talk about uh, we did, we can't mention the guy by name obviously, but um, the DMs that we were talking about from the radio guy. <laughs> Sometimes on social media, we'll all get very weird DMs from people. Um, I wanted to ask you guys, what uh, what's some of the weirdest like DMs you've gotten in the past um, or just interactions you've had with people on social media, whether it be them being very like full of themselves or asking for something absurd um, or just not understanding how things worked? Is there anything that you guys can pinpoint? And I, <laughs> Quinn, I'm, I'm softballing this one to you. If there's an, another better one. I'm um, like trying to really dig deep right now. I'm really trying to. Trying well, we, I, I, I had one just yesterday. I think it's every day, honestly. Like, I don't think I ever have a dull day, to be honest. Um, but yeah, this guy, he was like trying to negotiate ads with me. And I was like, I'm like, sorry, man, it's not going to work. It's a little too spammy. And he's like, I've been doing this on radio for 20 years, you know? And he's like, kept, kept mentioning his radio. And I was just like, it's not, this has nothing to do with the ad. It's like, I don't really mind that you're on radio. Just like, don't give me that ad. And he's like, well, it's what a, it's like, well, being on radio for 20 years, um, I know a thing or two about ads. I'm like, okay, uh, no. <laughs> but no, I think there's a lot of, of weird, yeah. Oh my God. And that guy too, he was just like, He's just pounding it home. Like, pounding. I've been on the radio for 20 years. You know, you know nothing <laughs> about what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man. Uh, I don't know. What, what do you guys have? I, I think everybody, everybody like knows best when they reach out to you. Like you, you don't have the answers. They have the answers, mm -hmm. um, which is fine. Like my, my model has always been like, give the people what they want. Like, you 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 built a fan base the fans are there for a reason you give them what they want like what you know earlier we were talking about how do you deal with like negativity and like how do you go through like the haters and stuff like that buster i see you do it all the time you you respond with like something nice that isn't you never you never rebuttal in a negative way which is great because that's how you deal with it mentally it's a personal endeavor that you have. And I think ultimately dealing with anything negatively just leads to more negativity. So that's just the way it is. So it's good to see that like reacting to things in a positive way and just saying no, but nicely. Um, and, and I like some of my favorite DMs are like, Hey, like I'm new, I'm a new page. Can you just get like, give us a shout out. That would mean <laughs> the world. And it's like, no, I understand that, but like you have a hundred followers and forget the followers. You have one piece of content that, that like, that's the content that you're asking us to repost. And there's like, there's nothing I could do with this piece of content in order to shout you out. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's say if Mo hit me up and he was like, I have this cool video sitting courtside and like James Harden did like a step back. How do you feel about posting that? Like, if you look at our page, then you'll know that that makes sense for us to post. So of course I'm, I'm gonna tag you and credit you and shout you out for sending that. But like you having a picture of a score, which we already have, for example, doesn't add any value. 
Um, or I, like recently I started a new show called uh, What Did I Just Watch? And we run it on our Instagram stories. And we have like, I have certain haters that like come on into our DMs, but they'll see them, nobody's responding to the DM. So they'll go to my personal page and just like rip on me, which is hilarious. And I think one of my favorites was how much, how much do you bench? <laughs> the guy like, how much do you bench and i'm like i'm like i didn't respond to how much do you bench i'm like um i hope you're having a blessed day with like the flex emoji and he's like you didn't answer my question and i'm like i hope you're, I hope you're like having an awesome day because like what is the value to answer that question like what do you really want to know you're just trying to make fun of me um but then he got really upset and then blocked me for some reason <laughs> And, and that was it. But like, you have these people that will get so angry at things and like come on to your personal or just attack you. And you realize like, this is like kind of the name of the game. Like no matter what, there will always be trolls and there will always be people upset. And I think um, that's like the, the thing that I find the most like outrageous about social or just like funny in general is like how much time people will put into like actually sending a dm to hate on something um that's not like and and listen if 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 there's a mistake and it's warranted you'll know when thousands of people start pointing it out Mm -hmm. you'll know you'll know you made the mistake but when it's like a handful of people you're like okay like (laughs) this this is meaningless you just you just want to do this for the sake of doing it so i think like for anybody listening, like don't put your put your energy into a positive format, and mm-hmm. because ultimately for people running pages, they don't really like care, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll probably give you a positive response or they'll like it, or they'll make fun of themselves. So whatever you do, it's like I'm an eight mile. Like that they'll end up just making fun of themselves, and then your joke is gone, and it's a wrap, and it's it's become theirs now. Yeah, just be loved. So, just yeah, like, give up. I, I think most of us are just like like if you respond with a smiley face the person being super rude like the guy yeah. telling me it's on his radio show and like yeah like whatever like like we always respond with like oh here's a smiley face or sorry man let me know if that works for you like and then you just like are super kind and like yeah for you and you just like always leave it on a good note like you were saying it's like that affects you so much yeah exactly. and and yeah it's so funny when you post something and a thousand people like you're like oh messed up <laughs> delete yeah. delete yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, or you just make i fucked up and people eat that up they're like oh don't worry don't worry like you'll get them next time but, <laughs> you know like they, that's just how people operate they it's all about getting like attention and once they get the attention even if it's you giving them positive attention they're they're happy mm-hmm. they just wanted that yeah. yeah, I've had uh, stuff like that too. Obviously, we all have. But something that was like kind of like I want to say weird, but just different is I had like a like an NBA star uh, that would DM me, and um, I don't know if it was him or someone that like controls the account or what. But every time they would DM me, like, and I've never had anything bad with them, like perfect, like great conversations. But like every time, like he would hit me up first, like, hey, like I don't, I really don't want to like waste your time, or hey, I don't want to bother you, or like, hey, I'm sorry uh, if you're busy, like every single time she's like hey like don't worry like i got time for you like and it's just like kind of cool he's like every single time like hey like i don't want to be bothering you just let me know if i'm bothering you like hey like don't worry if it takes off like every single time like 
He's yeah. just like stressing about my time, and I'm just like, yeah. okay, cool. Like I've never had anyone else DM me like that. Yeah, that's, that's cool. super interesting. I yeah. like yeah. I like that approach a lot, and I, I think it's super funny too. Um, like obviously, we we all know how much faster fake news spreads than real news, and all these different things. But I truly believe that uh, being nice to people is more contagious than being mean to people, um, and just generally obviously the right thing like if somebody dms dms something super negative i say i hope you and your family are doing amazing and i yeah. mean it 100 percent honestly i feel no ill will towards anybody no matter what they say to me no matter what they do to me anything even people in real life same thing yeah. um that you can't you can't double down negative on that no. yeah it, you it, can't it, physically no. do it yeah no I, I mean i remember hearing like i attended a lot of my mom's events. My mom was a speaker and I forgot who talked about it, but it, I'm sure you guys have heard this too. But like, if you yell at a plant, like negative things to it, and you're like, you're ugly, you're stupid, blah, blah, blah. It's like that plant's going to like die rather than if you like tell a plant like, oh, it's like, you're beautiful. You know, like all these things, it's like, it's going to grow and flourish. It's like, like your words do have power. And so if, it's kind of like looking in the mirror too. If you look at yourself and tell yourself, you know, like, oh, like, you're the worst, you're unproductive, you're not doing anything, you're not growing. It's like, if you look at yourself and tell yourself that every day, or insecurities, like, I used to be insecure about a lot of things, you know, like, my nose was too big, and then I just, like, started telling myself, like, my nose is awesome, you know, and now I'm like, my nose is awesome, you know, <laughs> so yeah. it's just, like, it's simple as that. Yeah, and if you, if you tell people, like, I hope your family are well, and I hope you're doing awesome, it's yeah. like, that's just going to reflect back back onto you, on how you feel, so... It's kind of like what Ash was saying. It's like everything kind of plays back right into your mental space. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, I like that, bro. Just to, to whatever the heck it is, you know. Yeah. Um, and that that's just like op raw, like optimism at its mm -hmm. at its finest. Yeah, um, and it's it's okay to be sad too. I think yeah. I, I was reading about this thing um, just in this book that I was reading. It's like over optimizing can be like almost dangerous sometimes mm. it's like because you're just like you never really like get the feel of like what's going on so like allow yourself to feel too but like always snap back to like things are always going to be brighter on the other side and like life is good like life is awesome yeah. but there's like definitely like it's like a roller coaster sometimes but like if you take all the good things and like put all your energy into that then you're gonna have like yeah. uh, positive results you know like a bad dm is not always fun to get but yeah, that's just my thought. Yeah, to add to that, like, um, and this goes back to like social media too, is like, don't, you just learn not to dwell on things, um, especially with like negativity. And for example, with social media, we, everybody will make a mistake. Everybody here has made a mistake tweeting something out or, or posting something, right? That's a, it's a mistake that though, like within five minutes, your fan base notices and starts going in on. Um, but it's fine because if you don't dwell on it and you like learn from that mistake, the, the, the process of looking forward is so crucial because when you learn not to dwell, then you learn to just keep going and like how to build off of whatever mistake you made. That mistake might happen again, but at least you've learned how to deal with it. And when you don't dwell on something, anything negative, then you're not, you're not handcuffing yourself. You just keep going. I was talking to a friend and I'm sure you guys have heard this, but like always ask yourself, how much will this matter 10 minutes from now? How much will this matter 10 days from now? How much will it matter 10 months from now? And then how much will it matter 10 years from now? 
the answer probably to, to 10 minutes to 10 days to 10 years um, is not, it won't really matter. You know, unless it's something serious and those things that are serious typically happen in our personal lives, not online. You know, um, we're not, you know, it might be different for like A-list celebrities where their, their lives get exposed and that's a different thing to talk about um, in, in general. But like for us, like things won't, they don't matter like 10 minutes later or like 10 days later. You just don't. I think we're making all those mistakes. We got really good at like just jumping right over stuff when it happens, you know, like I've like, like for someone who gets one DM is like, Oh, like it's, it's like very hateful like that with like no social presence. And like, like we'll have to go through it, but like mass scale, it's like, Oh, you post and then you got a thousand people telling you how horrible you are. But we've gotten over like jump over that. It's like, Oh, it's just real quick. Everyone's going to forget about it five minutes from now. Yeah. You know, like that's what, that's just kind of how yeah. I've processed it. But yeah the long scheme of things. Is and like I think that. a great thing to always keep in perspective too, in terms of anybody who's hating on anybody for anybody out there who has been, you know, bullied or hated on by somebody else. A, it usually means that that person wants to be you, but B, nobody who has ever hated on anybody um, is doing more than that person that they hated on. You will not find LeBron hating on a young player. Oh, you man. just won't find it. You know, you won't find a successful entrepreneur hating on a small, a smaller entrepreneur just getting their career started. You won't find Joe Rogan hating on the Buster Show. <laughs> they get excited. Find it. They get excited. They actually do the flip. Like they get, they're, they're like, damn, like you're doing that. That's amazing. You know, instead of finding any negativity in it. It's important for everybody out there to keep that in perspective when it comes to people not just like in social and, and business you know settings as well um yeah i think super interesting super interesting well i i, I want to close this out on talking about some more life hacks mo you mentioned the do not disturb one i for one occasionally i will do 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 not disturb but i've never thought about it in that way so Good luck calling me and not going to voicemail going forward, guys. <laughs> um, but are there any other, you know, little things that you do that you think are, are pretty, each of you guys that you think are pretty unique um, that other people might be able to benefit from? I'll, I'll start it off um, while I give you guys a second to think um, with something that I do um, almost every week. Um, and I, I posted about it on, on LinkedIn pretty frequently. By the way, I love LinkedIn. Great platform. Um, super underrated. I have to say that contractually on every podcast. I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, I, I go and I write down the things that I uh, never regret and the things that I always regret. And I try to, to set, set my next week up to limiting, you know, some of the things. So like something I, I never regret um, would be eating healthy. Um, I've never regretted a workout, even if like it, I probably didn't have enough time to do it. I've never regretted missing whatever the heck it was next. Mm -hmm. Never, not once, no matter what it was. Um, you know, things like that, uh, spending more time with family, spending more time with friends. Never regretted any of that. Mm -hmm. Things that I pretty frequently regret, you know, watching, you know, too many YouTube, spending too much time on YouTube, spending, you know, eating a 
dessert that I probably shouldn't have, you know, a, a lot of different things along that line, that those lines. Um, so just trying to edge more towards the thing, things that I never regret and edging slightly away from the things that uh, I regret every time because there are those things in all of our lives that we still do, even though we regret it every single time. Um, so just writing them down, and I, I think that makes you much more conscious of those things. So I try to do it. And when I do it, I usually post it on LinkedIn as well. Um, but I'm curious, you know, to whatever point, I know, Quinn, you mentioned, you know, getting your feet on the ground. And you had, you had gotten me to try it when I was back in Connecticut. I tried It's a little bit harder to do in a city. Yeah. Um, if you're in, in the country or somewhere like that, I, I tried after Quinn sent me some resources on the, on the matter. And pretty, I mean, it's interesting. Also, just in terms of like building up like your your the toughness of your feet, because that gives you advantages, even when you are wearing shoes, um, like on the basketball court or whatever the heck yeah. it is. Um, so that's super interesting. But I want to open up the floor to, to you guys. Maybe Quinn, if you want to start um, yeah. any of these like little life hack things that you have, because those are, in my opinion, what makes people people and special. And you know, you guys are all obviously very special, um, not just to me, but to others. So wanted to just toss that up for you guys. Yeah, well, uh, I think how you do it, anything is how you do everything. That's kind of what my dad taught me. So whether it's like washing the dishes right after you use them, you know, like, or making your bed first thing in the morning, mm -hmm. like those things set you up to win all day, right? And it's like, yeah. and, and like not beating yourself up about when you don't do stuff right. Like my car was so messy. Like I had like, like old strawberries from like two weeks ago, like, <laughs> you know, like molding and stuff. I was like, oh, nasty. That's where the funk is coming from you know, uh, yeah. but like not being myself about, about that. I'm just like, Oh, I'll just go clean my car today and like dedicate that myself. You know, like I have like, just like do it and don't beat yourself up about it. I, th I have a lot of things, like, as you guys can tell, like it's like mountain biking. I think I mountain bike like five times a week. Nice. I'm always learning. I don't think I don't go to school. I don't go to college. I think Buster, you can vouch for that too. Yep. I'm like, just <laughs> the whole, um, yeah, so I don't go to college and but I don't think that's an excuse to not continue learning, right? Like, exactly. I still buy courses all the time, but they're very, like, they're really niche, like photography, because I'm a photographer as well. Um, very niche, mountain rescue, crevasse rescue, ski mountaineering courses, like education so I can be safer when I'm doing the things I love and mountain biking and climbing and all those things. But I don't think there's, like, ever an excuse to not learn. So if you're, or reading books, right? It's like, I just started reading like three months ago and I'm like, this is, I've been missing this all this along. Is the because, best. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what? Like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I knew these things were all inside, like all this info, but now I have like a deeper understanding of like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I can expand that. And I can have better conversations and I can, you know, really connect with people more on like the topics they're interested in. Like whether it's like indigenous, I didn't know anything about indigenous tribes, but like doing the research so I can have like, just like, a diverse like playing ground i guess yeah. um and so like getting all that but yeah so i guess my like just like do everything like really consciously like everything is pretty much like how you're gonna do um or how you're gonna live your life so from dishes to cleaning to mountain biking um yeah uh, <laughs> and um and delegation has been a good one <laughs> that's that's something i learned this year i've been i've been running best celebrations since 2013 all the yeah. way back to mine and i've never trusted someone to run my account with me right. and for the first time i brought on this kid named brennan 
and he's been crushing it. And that's been freeing up a lot of my time and being able to like duplicate myself has yeah. like made the world of difference. I don't know how you feel about that, Ash. Like I, I'm curious what your yeah. thoughts are because you're on the other side of it, right? Like you're, yeah. you're overseeing a lot of this stuff and, um, and yeah. Mo, you're on Twitter. And I mean, I don't know if you have someone helping you run it too, but I'm just curious on what you guys think about that. Yeah, I think um, with regards to delegation, actually, I'm I'm managed like TikTok and Instagram, so I have uh, a great team. Um, any of the graphics that you've seen go up are team. Um, any of the videos that we do, the edits are team. Um, and then, but when when it comes to pulling the trigger, like I'm posting that stuff, and then over like evenings and weekends, I have another one of our team members join and helping. And it was hard at first to like, let go of the keys of the page, um, which I'm sure it was for you too, because you know, you know, the approach and, and the aesthetic and, and the general theme and like who your audience is. Um, but it's been very helpful. And I think I'm, I'm really learning about delegation more and more. Um, and I understand the value in it. And I think it really helps free up time and it helps you also like, you know, pass on your learnings. Um, and I think a lot of the time when, when people suffer from giving up things or, or trying to take control, it's like an ego thing. And I've been really working on like figuring out like my ego and essentially like ignoring it. Um, and I think everybody here I, uh, on this round table has done that. Um, in many ways, like I know, Buster, you've delegated a lot of the stuff that comes with like Hoops Nation, for example. Well, I'm not sure if you're still pulling the trigger on everything, but like, it seems like you have the free time to like chill and not stress about posting like all the time. And, um, I, but I do think it ultimately comes down to ego and like, in terms of a life hack, I think just reminding yourself that whatever feeling of control you need to have or whoever you think you are is meaningless like you just be like positively a good person and not worry about like any clout that comes with what you're doing like i let go of that whole like clout thing like clout doesn't matter people might introduce you as this is the the guy who owns like hoops nation or best celebrations or the score or uh, retweet nba but like what like that's not how I want to be introduced that doesn't define me as a person what defines me is like the things that I'm interested in my family my friends like you know it, it's outside of the realm of work because frankly this can all go tomorrow like it could just be taken out of our hands at any point and that doesn't define us so I think life hack one is just like re reminding yourself that you're not everything that you think you are focus on like what you know, outside of your work and outside of like the things that are happening on your phone, who are you? It's your friends, it's your family, it's the, the hobbies that you have, like the things that you do that you're passionate about outside of being on, on digital. Um, so that I think that one's important. And then two is um, just feeling like being able to make time um, for yourself, but also like in, in terms of working and in terms of being successful, Never be afraid to ask questions. Like, don't get in your head about reaching out to people. Just reach out to people because nine times out of 10, there are people like us who will answer and just say, hey, like, thanks for reaching out um, and probably guide them in the right direction. That's one thing I learned from a friend of mine who's like in sales. 
and he was working at LinkedIn and he always told me, he's like, you'll never be afraid to ask like questions, always ask questions. Um, because there's no like, and I'm a firm believer in this. There's no such thing as a stupid question. So just ask. And like, if you need some help with something, just ask. And if they say no, who cares? It's all good. At least you now you know the answer, but it's worse to not ask. And you never know why they said no either. Yeah. Sometimes they just don't, they're either dealing with something themselves. Yeah. Nothing to do with the question at all. Or they don't, they don't have the mental capacity regardless of who you are. It doesn't, it never has anything to do with you. And that's why I think it's super important. Um, Yeah. I'll I'll just give one, one brief anecdote before I I, I set up Mo here, but um, I sent, uh, I sent Jeff Bezos an email for the uh yeah for the, for the podcast and um got a really nice email back from one of his three thousand assistants um and it was just like thanks so much for reaching out we appreciate he he appreciates your interest obviously he didn't want to see it but um yeah. you know his time is very constrained with amazon da, 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 da. And i'm like all right cool that's it i'm good i'm good now um, Mo, any, any life hacks or anything of, of that nature that might be beneficial to people? I mean, obviously, the do not disturb one might be the highlight of this panel, but um, but any anything else to add on that front? Yeah, and on the Bezos email, you never know, 10 years from now, it yeah. could be like, you could be looking back at it and like, yo, Jeff, like I hit you up 10 years ago, like while you're talking to him type thing. Um, so it's always good to try, you know? Um, so delegation, yeah. Um, I've been doing this since 2012. I started on Twitter uh, when I graduated high school. And uh, like three years in, I, uh, I gave someone uh, authority to run one of my accounts. It wasn't RTMBA, it was another one. And like within like four months, dude just, just went crazy. Um, just did, did complete opposite of what we agreed on. So my first time ever doing that, I had a nightmare, so I was so scared to try it. But then I started seeing you, Quinn, do it. I started seeing Buster do it. I started seeing, like, the other good friends of ours that we have do it. So I kind of just, like, eased into it. And I want to say once the pandemic hit, um, I felt like I was like, all right, I'm trapped in my room. I got more time to sit on my phone. Uh, so I started just, like, opening up my eyes a little bit more and uh, scouting good talent and, like, straight up, like, Buster gave me some good tips and tricks on how to get someone onboarded, you know, to get a yeah. feel of what content they like, what they see, see if it matches up with our field. We know what does well. Before we post something, we have a really good idea of how mm-hmm. it's going to go. Um, so I got someone on the TikToks. He's been doing a great job. Very proud of him. Uh, and then recently starting to onboard someone for a content. Um, design, Designing-wise, I've always had someone designing for me because I know I – can't design for crap so why not put someone else that's really good for that in charge um but i've also had someone like sending me content but for twitter i would never i feel like put someone on the account because it's 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 what's on your mind it's not i feel like it's different than instagram you know where you you post something on instagram like even everything that i post on instagram i don't post to twitter so i feel like you could have just like one horrible take on twitter and no one will look at you the same ever again you know, or they'll just think you're a joke or something. So I kind of keep my tweets to, I guess, myself, but Instagram, I've been letting the, letting people or letting my one or two main guys send me content on right now. 
TikTok. I've been watching it. My guy's doing a really good job. Um, so, yeah, delegation has definitely saved me a lot of time. I know I, uh, NBA playoffs, I was doing like 12 hours a day on the phone. Now I'm down to like eight hours. That's, that ain't too bad, you know. Uh, yeah. It feels like way more, but um, it's cool. And then, like, one of my life hacks is uh, I listen to podcasts in my car. So I drive a decent amount. So I stick to podcasts. And then when I go work out or I do the, you know, the fitness thing, whatever, like, whatever your fitness thing may be, mine is going to the gym. That's where I leave my music to because music gets me hyped. I can't listen to a podcast and go say, all right, I'm going I'm to I'm bench this or I'm going to squat this. I just can't. So I save the music for the gym and then in the car my friends hate me they're like dude you're like an old man like i don't want to listen to this guy talk about social or, or like sports like so my car if you get in it it's probably gonna be like paul yeah. bear or like the buster show or joe you know it's gonna be like one of those podcasts that i believe uh helped me grow and remind me that yo this guy is 37 years old successful as hell multi-millionaire he's killing the game but you know what he's talking about his life you can relate to that and you know i'm sitting here i'm a 26 year old i just i don't know where i'm going you know it's, it makes you feel better so yeah i my car drives or podcasts my working out is music but if i'm not like for instance when the pandemic yeah i really couldn't work go to the gym and work out um and really i couldn't even drive much but uh i kind of started mixing in the music with the drive so but in, in in a normal day, podcast when I drive, music when I work out. Amazing. I just wanted to add something real quick um, about like the life hack part. Uh, I think small wins really matter. And, you know, we have big picture goals, but if you focus too much on like the big picture and trying to get to that goal, then it becomes really difficult. And just Mo's like points about, you know, listening to someone who's like 37 um, and like being able to relate. At, at your age is important because I feel like a lot of young people like they're they they look at someone who's successful and they're like I want to get there and then they don't really um focus on the things that like get you there and the things that get you there are all like momentum builders like small wins are so important because it's like a snowball that like allows you to to realize like you're actually making progress um and I think that's a major life hack is like and this was what Quinn was saying, like, when you wake up, a small win is making your bet, um, you know, like reading for 15 minutes, like these things just add up and they get you hype naturally um, without having to worry because the big picture is overwhelming as fuck. Like, I know I've sworn a couple of times, excuse my language, I don't know if it's safe here, but anyways. Nobody else sees this except for yeah. me before it goes <laughs> Um, But like, but like, it's overwhelming, man. It's overwhelming to be like, I want to get to this point and I want to buy a house and I want to, you know, start a family and do all these things. If you continuously think about it like that, instead, like if you look at, you know, day to day, your small wins and, and be able to like pat yourself on the back. I would say to people like around your, your guys' age, especially, it's like, imagine where you can be like by the time you're 30, right? If you, if you focus on the wins that you've had now and then they'll be like, no, but like, I feel like I'm still behind. And I look at them, I'm like, how are you still behind? You're only in your mind still behind because you're thinking of the big picture and how overwhelming it is to like get there. And 30 seems like 
by 30, you're not going to get there. But think about how far you will have come by the time you're 30. Uh And those small wins have all added up and accumulated to that point. So that's what's really like, I always say like, if I was around like 23, 24, or 21, 20, 19, doing what you guys are doing. (laughs) And if I had that, I'd be like, man, like I'm on a high right now. These wins are huge, like awesome for me. And I would be really, really stoked about where I would be at, at 30. And now I've always been stoked about everything that I've been doing because I've learned how to take in those small wins. And I'm excited as fuck about what the next 10 years holds. But I know that that excitement comes from me knowing like, I like day by day, things are slowly progressing. And there's these little wins that snowball into that big picture. And if I, I can I can add to that real quick. Um, just like what you were saying before that as well is like, who are you? Like, I just wanted to like really touch on like getting rid of the imposter syndrome for stuff yeah. too, right? It's like, it I can I can go in the social world and I can be like, all right, I can like boss this up. And like I'm I'm the man at this. Like I could do this, I can help you, right? Like I know that in the social world, like, I would say like in the most humble way, like we're some of like the best people doing it out there. Like yeah. we're like top, like, what would you say? Like 5% like of people who really understand yeah. how it all works. And, but when I go into the mountain world where I'm trying to be an Alpine guide and I look at all these people who are like been doing this 20 years and, you know, are really good at climbing mountains. I, I look at them and I'm like, like I had to get rid of this. Like, the, Oh, I'm 20 years old. Like, I, you know, I don't know. You, I don't know how to do that. You know, like the imposter syndrome, like, oh, I can't ski with you because you're way better. Or I can't climb with yeah. you. Because, like, and don't be afraid to ask. Like, don't be yeah. afraid to reach out and be like, hey, Ash, hey, Quinn, hey, Buster, hey, Mo. Like, how can I provide value? Or like, because like Brennan, when I took him on to delegate, you know, and like help me run Instagram reels is what it started. And then he went into story posts and this, but I was like, do you want me to pay you or do you want experience right and so like we had that talk and he's like i want experience like i want to like do this for a living and so i've been like taking him under my wing and teaching him like everything i know you know and i really made sure from the start like don't be afraid to ask questions and like if there's anything you need like let me know or if like you never feel comfortable if you don't feel comfortable like don't be afraid to reach out because like if you hold that in it's like it's just gonna like hold you down or you could be learning and you could be asking or you could like and if someone says no it's like just like on to the next, you know, or like ask someone, like if you send 10 DMs, I guarantee that maybe someone's going to respond if you do it the right way. Right. Cause like, I always like always taking the note that the first line is what people are going to see. And it's going to be like, cause they're not going to see the whole message at first. It's going to be like, Hey, I would love to be a part of, or um, I really think I could provide value. Like most of the time people are going to click on that, but whether they have like 2 million followers, most of the time they can see that. Like for someone with, 2.8 million followers like myself or Buster with a million or you running the score or RTMBA on or on Twitter like blah, blah blah it's like we can see that and so if you really construct it the right way um yeah you can really and then on on the note of delegation I learned this from a, this is actually when I reached out to Buster and I was like yo do you have like a contract written up that I could use to put this guy on and um and then Buster was like super supportive and he gave me all the, the contract stuff and I like moved it around to fit what needed to be fit. And, uh, but what I learned, I was watching this business course by this guy named Chris Picard. And he said, if I have like one life hack for you, it's don't try to do it all. 
right? Yeah. And I have a bad tendency for that. Like I want to be, like I, I'm like, oh, design looks really cool. I should start Photoshop, and I like grind Photoshop for like 12 hours a day, you know, until like I learn it. And then I'm like, oh, like I gotta be the editor too, and then I gotta do my taxes, you know. Like I try and like put my hand in every bucket, and then that's where I think we get really drained. And that's why delegation is so important because don't try and do it all. Like make time for yourself instead of designing for those four hours when you could have, you know, the college guy do it who wants yeah. experience. And so, yeah, I, that's my thought on that. hundred percent. I have one, one quick story before we close this out um, to, to Quinn's point, uh, doing things where you're not the best at is super, super important. I, I thought I was in decent, uh -huh physical shape or whatever until I tried doing an ocean swim in uh, California. I'm not the best swimmer. I can swim. Yeah. I will yeah. not drown. I will be fine. But I didn't have like the motions down. I was breathing properly at the start. And the first day that I went out, my buddy was like, um, you know, his name, his name's Adam, but we call him Face. He was like, do you, uh, do you want to come do this? It's like a long distance ocean swim. And I was like, you know what, It'd be a great challenge. I didn't realize how much of a challenge it'd be, but I would have done it regardless. I get out there, I'm like dying immediately. There are these big swells, which is what waves are before they, they become waves and break. Um, huge swells, swimming in the middle of them. Uh, I'm like popping out to get water, to like get air and the water, like the, the swell, slams over my face and I end up with a mouthful of salt water every time over and over and over again I'm dying I make it like one mile which took an hour and uh, I get out and I was just oh my god that was so hard and these two old ladies <laughs> they walk out of the water and they're like we just finished 10 miles oh my god and they're in their 70s and I'm like yeah. What? If I ever yeah. tell anybody that I'm anything ever again, slap yeah. me across the face because there's somewhere there are 70 year old women yeah. doing 10x what I'm doing. Oh, and that I feel like was a great, um, I think, an applicable lesson yeah. to anything that we all take, you know. And, and do things that scare you, you know? Like, sure. It's like, I remember this, this mountain guide, uh, Janelle Smiley while I was in Jackson, she's like, I was like, so like, how do you like get your mind ready? Cause you're like, you have really high exposure and the risks are super high. And she's like, I just do things that scare me all the time. Whether it's like leaving the door unlocked while I go to the bathroom, like it's gonna be more embarrassing for the person walking in, you know? So yeah, I just, it's great. Like take it like a, with a grain, like not trying to do everything, but like do ev yeah. do everything that you want to love, that you, that you love, but not like the stuff that weighs you down, like taxes, like I hate taxes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like because then you because then you restrict your creative freedom right but that's that's a good story that's funny. yeah i mean my brother too though i took really 18 mile hike and there's like kids walking up and like old old moms like talking about their kids in school my brother's like what the fuck man <laughs> he's like right and they always throw they always have like the biggest smile on your face while you're yeah. like dead and it's really all about just how you look at it and i think yeah. thinking positively about you know things while you're working out as well gives you a lot yeah. Um, but my friends, I, I love you all very much. I'm going to, for anybody listening, I'm going to include all of their socials in the description so you can find them that way. Um, my guys, I think like all good friends or like all good friends do, 
they motivate each other and you guys definitely motivate me. So I, I appreciate you guys coming on and, and doing this. Thanks for having me. Thank for, you uh, for having me. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. And same goes for you. I love you, brother. Yeah, man. Boom. All right. Peace out, everybody. See you on the next one. Yeah.